You're listening to How She Creates. I'm your host, Lauren Hooper. This podcast is for the curious, the wanderer and the wanderers, the playful and the joyful. Every week, we're going to explore how to design a life full of creativity and whimsy. Now let's get curious and go explore something. Welcome back to season six of How She Creates. I am thrilled to be back in your ear pods or whatever you're listening on. It has been a long time. It's been since last November and it's currently the end of May, beginning of June. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't say a lot has happened, like a medium amount of stuff has happened, but you know, it's kept me from you and I am thrilled to be back though, truly. Doing this podcast is one of my very favorite things that I get to do. I love getting to talk to you um, and hearing feedback and hearing what you think and um, getting to talk to awesome guests and just share, you know, ideas and encouragement and all the good things that are going on through this uh, platform. And so I just want to thank you if you have been listening for, what, six years now. I just, I really, really appreciate it. And I appreciate all of your good reviews and um, sharing the podcast and tagging me and, you know, messaging me on Instagram, letting me think, letting me know what you think about episodes. I love that. And if you're new, welcome. This is a fun place to be. We're going to talk a lot about creativity and just life and, you know, whatever else comes up. So here's what you can expect in this new season of how she creates. So I'm going to do things a little differently. Um, I'm going to make podcasting a little more easier for me, but in a way that I can share more frequently for you. So we're going to go back to the weekly publishing schedule. I've got the first 12 episodes planned out, which is amazing. Um, I'm not a big planner, so this was really exciting. Um, and yeah, I'm going to have more um, helpful content for you guys. It's going to be more teaching focused Going to have more PDF downloads for you to be able to work on some like journaling questions and, um, you know, work through some creative challenges and things like that. And we're, I'm going to do three different types of episodes. I'm going to keep doing guest interviews, which are always so awesome. I love learning about creativity and how different people experience it and how they're using creativity to create good in the world. Um, And then there's going to be me teaching and talking about different topics, uh, creative topics, of course. And then I'm going to share creative challenges with you. Um, So today's a little bit of a preview of that. Um, So if you are on my email newsletter list, which you totally should be, it's just lauren-likes.com slash newsletter, or you can just scroll up in your podcast feed and there should be a link there for you that you can just click on and join my email list. And every week on uh, Thursday or Friday, I send out a creative challenge email and it's got a creative challenge. It's got journaling questions. It's kind of got what I've been learning creatively, what I've been working on and ways that you can apply that and figure stuff out for you and your creativity and do some cool things. Um, and it also keeps you up to date with news and things that are going on with me and with my um, store and um, you know, different events I'm going to be at and workshops I'm offering, fun things like that. So it's a good place to be. Um, and, but what, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn some of those older emails into creative challenges for you here. So they're going to be shorter episodes, like hopefully 10 to 15 minutes where I'm going back through those and sharing those creative challenges for you. So I really hope those episodes are really quick and easy and really actionable for you. Um, so I hope you are going to enjoy them. Like I said, you can get those every week delivered to your inbox with you join my newsletter. 
Um, so that is kind of what you can expect. You know, we're going to keep talking about living a creative lifestyle, enjoying the everyday, being more creative in our everyday lives, all of that fun stuff. And so I'll do just a quick recap since we haven't talked in like, I mean, I don't know, six months. That's crazy. So back in November, we had just up and moved from Asheville. We had moved to uh, Morrisville, which is a smaller, which is a, you know, kind of like a sub town off of Raleigh. And um, for my husband's job, teaching at an art school, he teaches music. And um, we were looking for a home to buy. And of course, the housing market is just insane. So we quickly gave up that pipe dream after we put in some offers and we weren't even like close to being competitive. And we found an awesome sublet. And so we took over that and we moved into kind of the heart of Raleigh and we are absolutely loving it. We um, are just close to a lot of fun stuff and there's just always fun things going on in Raleigh. Everyone keeps asking me, you know, if we like Raleigh, if we miss Asheville. And of course we miss Asheville. You know, I miss being able just to like drive 10 minutes to me on the Blue Ridge Parkway and go hiking and uh, just those views there. And we had bears that ran around our house all the time. And I loved my studio. I was in, I had a studio in the River Arts District that I shared with a bunch of other artists. And I loved having a place to go into to work every day. And it was like also a gallery to display and sell my work. And it was just really nice. Um, But it was also, you know, still COVID. And um, I don't know, it just, we never quite felt settled. And then we moved here out of nowhere suddenly. And Raleigh just has everything. That's what I keep telling people. Raleigh has every type of food you can imagine. It has something going on all the time. It's really close to the beach. It's really close to the mountains. It's got tons of hiking. I've never been in a city that has so many greenways. Um, all of the museums here are free because it's the capital and they're awesome. Um, there's just so much to do here and we have just really loved exploring it. And we've just been really happy Um, here in Raleigh. And um, I've made so many friends through Instagram and going to different art markets that I sell at and just meeting people. It has been so lovely. And just the easiest, fastest way I have made friends has been here in Raleigh. And so it's just been a great place. So if you're looking for a place to visit, um, you know, Raleigh's Raleigh's a good place. Um, So that is where we are. So we're in Raleigh now and we're really enjoying it. we are currently preparing to travel for six weeks. We're going to drive out to the Pacific Northwest. Um, if you know, we have a uh, 16-foot scamp camper, and we are going to pull it behind our car and live out of it for six weeks as we explore um, that region that we have not been there. And so we're really, really excited. Um, we almost will be able to check off all 50 states that we've been to. So that's going to be really fun. And so right now we're actually this, this week we have been doing a big camper renovation. So we have been painting inside and just upgrading a bunch of things like building an actual closet and a lot of fun things. So if you follow me on Instagram, um, I'm Lauren likes blog. You'll be able to see all of the behind the scenes of that. Um, so we're still in progress of it. And it's been very fun. And so that's kind of what we are personally doing and looking forward to right now. Um, And business-wise, you can be looking forward to, I'm having a big sell next week. It's going to be June 9th through 14th. Um, I'm going to have 50% off of all of my creative courses, online courses. And then I'm going to have a big discounts on most of my um, handmade products in Etsy. Um, So I want to do this for two reasons. Um, I want to clear some stock so that while we're traveling over the summer, 
Um, I won't have as much stock to worry about. And then second, I wanna get some creative classes into your hands so that you can be making a ton this summer. So be looking out for that sale, follow me on Instagram, hop on my newsletter so that you get access to all of that information when it comes out. So again, it's going to be June 9th through the 14th, and it's going to be one of my biggest sales of the year. Um, so I do this sale in the summer and then um, Black Friday. So if you are looking to get your hands on something awesome, please make sure you check that out. And my Etsy is Lauren Likes Art. Um, if you want to go poke around and see if there's anything that you're going to um, want to get your hands on there. So I think we're all caught up now. Um, so let's jump in to the show. So today, the topic that we're going to talk about is how to find your creative style. Um, I know a lot of people really struggle with this, is knowing exactly what your style is and, you know, why you need one and how to find it, how to define it, all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, we have a lot of different styles. You know, we have creative style, personal fashion, home decor, travel, how you order food, um, you know, all of those things are a style. And sometimes we know we have them and sometimes we don't. And so sometimes I find that I definitely struggle with making decisions and knowing what I want. But I find that when I'm more mindful about what I know I like and what works for me, it just makes things so much easier. You know, so like when I go to a restaurant, I always have a rule like, don't order something you can make at home, you know, order something new, experiment with something. Um, and so that works really well for me and it helps me narrow down um, quickly what I want to try. Um, same thing with like fashion, finding your personal fashion style. You know, the more things you pin on Pinterest, um, but you have to actually look at them and say, okay, what is similar about all of these things? You know, and so you can say like, okay, these are the colors that I wear. These are the cuts that I wear. And then it makes it a lot easier to know when you are shopping what's going to work for you and what's not. And so I have some tips for you today um, that is going to help you find your style. What, and it can be any kind of style. Um, but we're going to talk about your creative style. But you can apply these tips to everything. Um, and I've got a PDF for you that you can download um, at the show notes. Um, you can just go to lauren-likes.com slash podcast and click on today's episode. Or if you just scroll up in your feed that you're listening to, there should be a direct link to the show notes and you can download the PDF and it is going to have these tips for you, plus some journaling questions for you to think about that is going to help you find your creative style. And so our style is how we express our creativity in the world. And sometimes we're born knowing it and sometimes we have to find it. But normally I've found that we really just have to help ourselves find the style we were born with because we forgot or we got distracted by the internet um, or just not paying enough attention and just thinking, you know, oh, we should be have a grown up style. Everything in our house should be black and white or, you know, I, I don't know what it is, but we get distracted sometimes. And so we have to help ourselves find that creative style that probably already inside of you. You just need to let it out and define it and um, be more aware of it. And so I have personally tried all the styles and I've spent years looking for it when really what I just needed to do was let what I wanted to create just come alive instead of constantly copying someone else's style. You know, we want to be like people on Instagram or Pinterest, but then you have to figure out what you actually want. And it's a lot easier than you might think. And so 
regardless of what type of style you're looking for, fashion, art, decor, travel. I think these tips today are going to help you if you find that you don't really know what your style is um, and you really want to be able to go a little deeper in your creative journey and be a little more mindful and thoughtful as you are creating your art. Um, So my first tip for you is to just try everything. You know, if you tend to be a person who just does the same thing over and over again, you can get stuck in that rut and think, oh, well, this is my style, but it it doesn't quite fit right. Um, And that's because you're just doing the same thing over and over again, and you might not even realize it. So try as many things as you possibly can. Try them really quickly and easily. If you see something that looks interesting, do it. You know, don't make it to be where like, oh, if I'm going to try, you know, knitting, I've got to go buy a hundred skeins of yarn and do all this kind of stuff and make an afghan. No, you can buy one skein of yarn and like a dollar knitting needles and you can make a square, like knit a square and be like, yep, I don't like that. And then move on, you know, and you didn't lose anything. Um, you know, so try as many things as you can ask people like, Hey, do you have knitting, needle, knitting, needle, needles? Oh my gosh. Knitting needles that I can borrow. Um, you know, make it really easy for you to try a lot of different things and see how you like it. How did it feel? What was it like? You know, do you have more ideas for this thing or not? And then move on. Or if you like it, do more of that. Do more of things that are, you know, similar to that. Um, so yeah, so try as much as you can. Tip number two, test out different styles. So a style is like abstract, minimalism, maximalism, monochrome, you know, all of these different styles that you see people, you know, how they're decorating their home or the type of art that they're painting. Um, try multiple styles and see what you like and what you don't. Um, so, you know, maybe you try and draw something really, really realistically and you're like, nope, I'm definitely not, not that kind of artist. Um, maybe you try and draw something really loose, you know, in like a big, you know, sweeping form of, you know, you you draw flowers and they're just kind of all over the place, but they kind of have just the general feel of a flower. And you're like, yes, I love that. Um, so try different styles, see what feels good. And you can do this by copying, you know, and I always say this is always such a fine line. You know, we copy to learn. um, We don't copy to claim. And so you see artists and you're like, wow, I love how she does those flowers. And so you kind of try and recreate it. And you're like, yeah, it doesn't look right. Doesn't feel like that. Right. That, That wasn't very fun. So that style is not for you. You know, and then look at another artist who does something totally different. Try that style out. Um, you know, and just kind of, you're just experimenting, you're playing like that. You're not, you know, trying to copy their art exactly. You're just trying out their style. Um, you know, it's like trying on your mom's clothes when you were a kid. Um, they might look great. They might not. And so you figure out quickly what you do and don't like, and then you didn't have to buy anything. Um, you know, you put her clothes back and then go find something else that you like more. Um, so just try out a bunch of different stuff. The next tip is to take classes. So I want you to get really curious about a few things because you've tried a bunch of stuff now. So now you have a few ideas that you're kind of interested in and learn more in depth about them because the more you understand about a craft and the more you can iterate it and then you'll start to add your own twist and then you'll start to understand how it works better and you're kind of catching on to something now, right? But Sometimes we need other people to help us learn. You know, we're like, okay, like, 
I'm enjoying knitting, but you know, I don't really know what to do with it next or where to go. So go to a class, you know, see how someone else does it, see how they pick out their colors, how they pick out a project to do and get some ideas, learn the history of knitting, learn what, what makes a needle really good and not, um, you know, the more you understand about something, the more you'll know if it's for you, um, and how you can continue to change it and develop off of it. You know, I always say that I will watch anyone do anything in Photoshop, even if it's like how to open a file, because everyone does something so differently that I always learn something new about it. You know, it's the same thing for polymer clay. You know, everyone does it really, really differently. Um, even though we kind of get the same-ish end result, you know, of finished clay piece, but you learn so much and, you know, you can take bits from everyone's process and kind of put it together, but you really have to sit down with them and learn and ask them questions and understand more about why the clay does this and why they choose this brand and, you know, why they do it like this and what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, the more in depth you can get with a topic, with a style, with a craft, the more, like I said, the better of an understanding you'll have of it and the more you'll be able to iterate it and change it and create more and more of your own things when you have that deeper understanding. And so now that we're kind of like narrowing down some ideas, some things that you like, you got to make a lot of stuff. You know, you have to make all of the things. You need to make a lot of the same things, a lot of different things. So, you know, we'll take clay as an example. You know, you got to make, if you think you want to make jewelry, you got to make a thousand different pairs of jewelry and see, do you like monochrome? Do you like really intricate jewelry? Do you like big? Do you like little jewelry? You know, um, and then maybe you're like, you know what? I want to make like plant holders. I want to make wall hangings. I want to make sun catchers, you know, because you can do all of these things out of clay and see which one that you like the most. Um, So you just have to start experimenting, you know, pick something and then experiment a ton with it. Um, And then my next tip is more like a mindset thing is to not force it. So you can't be like, I am a mixed media portrait artist because you follow someone who's a mixed media portrait artist on Instagram and you love their work. But that doesn't mean that's your creative calling. if a dream or an interest you have is just like not panning out, great, that's data. Use that and make what's interesting to you next. So if you sit down at the page and you try and make this mixed media portrait and you're like, next thing you know, you're like drawing little like zentangles, is because it's not for you, you know? So don't force it. Like, don't be like, oh, like I have to do this thing. This is what I said I was. This is what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to do. You know, use that information and move on to something else. You know, so don't, don't force it. You know, and something that's working for you now might not work for you next month. So remember this, like, let me be in your head when you're like, why is this not working? It's okay. Just move on. It's time to do something else. Time to try something else. Trying to try in a new way. Um, and then now that you have found something you love and you're like, you know, you're feeling it. It's not like a force that you have. You're like forcing yourself to do it. You're enjoying it. You're making lots of things. Now I want you to switch mediums. So sometimes what happens, we find a style. So we'll say abstract. 
Um, I used to love painting with um, abstract with acrylics, and I loved painting abstracts, and I just loved it. But really, what I realized what I'm supposed to be doing is weaving abstract art with yarn. Um, and so I took this thing that I loved and I switched it to a new medium and I found something I love even more. You know, maybe I'll go back to abstract painting. I do that sometimes. It's really fun. But weaving is really the thing for me. You know, it's what like lights me up. I have like a million ideas. I can't like get enough painting, not so much anymore. Um, but I'm still using that same style that I found. So I want you to see how your preferences apply to different mediums so you can maximize growth. You know, what are you doing and how does it work somewhere else? And what you might find is you're like, okay, I'm painting abstracts, but now I'm going to weave abstracts. And you're like, no, that didn't work at all. I didn't like that at all. Great. Again, more data. But now you learned something, you tried something new, you saw a new way that the lines go together when you're weaving. And now when you go back to your painting, you have a new perspective, a new appreciation, a new idea, a new technique that you can try and see how they work together. So remember that if you're kind of feeling stuck, but you still do love the thing that you're doing, try it some other way, and then come back to it and see how it kind of unlocks some new ideas and some new potential for it and then just let it happen so if every time you sit down to paint a portrait and you find yourself drawing the zentangles just let it happen um if every time you start drawing something realistically and your mind wanders off into abstract land let that happen that's you that's your style it's trying to come out so let it you know so don't don't force it. I keep coming back to this one. Don't force things. If your style, um, you're trying to find your style, you can't force it. You just have to let it happen. Um, and know that it's okay. Whatever style you have is awesome. Um, and last, this is probably one of the biggest tips that I have. Um, if you're really feeling stuck, you're like, I don't even know what to try first, where to start. Recreate your childhood creative interest. So when I was a kid, I was obsessed with, obsessed with tie-dye. Um, I loved to make jewelry, and I really loved every art kit on the planet. Um, so think about what you were obsessed with, what you were always making or playing with or pretending to be. What colors did you love? So I want you to make that thing, do that thing again, and then try and do it in your style that you've been figuring out um, and see, does this feel like coming home? That's your style. So again, I was obsessed with tie-dye, obsessed with jewelry, and I am now making jewelry that looks tie-dyed, and it feels like coming home. Like, this is my style. You know, those things I loved as a kid, I'm, I'm translating them now into what my adult self can do and use and wear and love and share with other people, and it's amazing. Um, so ask yourself, what did you love when, as a kid? do that. I mean, go buy a tie-dye kit. I did that recently with some friends and it was so much fun. Um, and then see, okay, so clearly I love tie-dye as a kid. What am I doing now? Okay, I'm painting. Um, you know, I'm painting portraits. Well, how can I work tie-dye or the idea of tie-dye into my portraits? I don't know. That's for you to figure out. 
and see how can you combine them? How can you work that together? How can you do that in your current style, in your current medium that you love? And see if that's where the magic all comes together for you. So as I was trying to find my style, that's what I did. I just tried all of the things, all of the things. And like I said, I found some mediums that I thought I loved, I thought were going to be my things. But then I realized that, you know, things changed and I had other things in me, other mediums I was drawn to that I needed to explore more. And I'm currently and still very obsessed. So that's also a thing that I know is what do I come back to time and time again? You know, I can make, you know, I cross stitch sometimes because it's fun and I use like kits and whatever. Um, but it's not like I don't wake up and think about cross stitching, you know. Uh, but what I do wake up in the middle of the night thinking about is another polymer clay earring idea. You know, I can't stop with them. Um, and so I found this is my thing. You know, this is my thing for right now. Um, this is my style. Um, and I'm leaning into it, you know, I'm following along with it and I'm not forcing it. I'm not pushing it. I'm just seeing where it goes. Um, so right now my style is that I make polymer clay earrings, um, with art teacher vibes and I do abstract woven wall hangings that are full of texture and movement. So those are my two mediums, my two styles. Um, and you can see that if you follow me on Instagram, you will, um, Definitely see all of that reflected there at what I have shown you here. If you go look at my shop, um, and they are, they're the things that I would have made as a kid, but now as a grown up. But it took a lot of trial and error, um, through years and years of experimenting. And you can totally do it too. And that's the fun part. Don't be like, oh my gosh, it took you years to get here. It was really fun. Everything I made along the way was awesome. And I'm so glad I did. I'm not saying it was like frame worthy, but I'm saying I'm glad I made it. It was really fun. I learned something. Um, and I had to try things and I had to buy supplies that I ended up not using and I gave away or sold or have repurposed them for something else. Or maybe one day I'll come back to them, but I don't regret any of it. Um, I love trying new things and learning new things. And like I said, I'll try a new craft and then I'll bring what I learned back to my like core thing that I love um, doing and continuing to lean into the style that I love. Like I said, those kind of 90s inspired art teacher vibes. I just keep going back to that over and over and over again. You know, every time something's not working out right, I ask why not? It's because I'm not leaning into the style not not that everything looks exactly the same stuff doesn't look alike at all but it all has that base that you know that foundation there and so knowing that helps me figure out what's wrong with the stuff I'm making that I don't like and helps me know like oh I love this I should make more of this I should do more of this I should learn more about this because I have figured out through all of these experiments what I really do love um, and you can apply these tips to any kind of style that you're looking for. Um, but I hope that they are helpful for you as you are looking for and thinking through finding your creative style. Um, so your creative challenge for you today is to choose a tip and to try it. Um, so if you were listening to this and one of the tips that I said, you were like, oh, interesting. That's the one you should try. Go, go do that one right now. Um, and if you don't know which one to try, I want you to do the last one where you recreate something the way you would have as a kid. And that's going to get you one step closer to your true style today. 
Um, I would love for you to share with me how this goes for you. If you know your style, if you're struggling to find it, I'd love to chat it, about it. And if there's more questions, I can do more episodes on this. And next week, I'm going to be talking about how to define your style. You know, so once you've tried a bunch of things, we're going to go through and, you know, exactly say this is what it is for me. Um, but so right now, I just want you to play around um, and figure out what's right for you and what you like, what you're interested in. Um, and remember, I have a PDF for you at um, in the show notes here that has all of these tips plus some questions for you to ask yourself as you are going through. Um, but I just hope that you are really encouraged to find what you love and do more of it um, so that you can create a lot of really awesome stuff. Because that's what I want you to leave this podcast with every week is, you know, feeling inspired to create something fun. Um, with your hands, make stuff. It's just the best feeling ever. So to wrap up um, these episodes, I'm going to do a little um, like kind of recommendation section here. So I'm going to share things, something I'm reading, something I'm listening to, something I'm watching and something I'm loving lately because um, I love making recommendations. I love finding things that, you know, people actually like and um that I think I would like. And so I hope I'm going to do a good job of sharing stuff that I think that you will like too. Um, so first, I love to read. And I assume you do too. I'm going to actually have an episode on how to read more coming up this season. So I hope you're going to enjoy that. Um, because I do read a lot. And I it's totally something you can do too. Um, but for right now, I wanted to recommend the book Beast of Extraordinary Circumstances by Ruth Emmy Lang. It is one of the best books that I've read in a really, really long time. Like I have talked about this book a lot. I feel like I keep recommending it and giving it to people. It is a book about a little boy who is magic or is he? Um, and it is essentially told from everyone else around him's perspective. Um, so it just follows him his whole life and all of these people who meet him, interact with him, love him, know him. Um, get to share their experiences with him and the kind of extraordinary things that happen around him, um, through him, to him. Um, it is just the most like heartwarming, unexpected, fun, quirky book, and it's an easy read. Um, I mean, I like sobbed a little at the end, just how loving and like kind it was and it just made me so so joyful and happy so beast of extraordinary circumstances absolutely recommend as a summer read if you are looking for something good to read next um listening to what i'm listening to right now is the a beautiful mess podcast they actually just went on hiatus for the summer so you have but they have a ton of episodes for you to listen to um, it is the A Beautiful Mess podcast. If you know who the A Beautiful Mess girls are, Emma and Elsie, who run the A Beautiful Mess blog, they are just the most creative and fun, just down to earth people. They're sisters. And so they just get on every week and chat about a different um, topic, like home decor or cooking or I don't know what's in their kids' Easter baskets. It's just kind of a random listen. And it's just always really fun. It's like, I get to spend like an hour every week just like chatting with like my two like best friends, um, just listening to them chat. It's so fun. I get great recommendations and great ideas and, you know, kind of mindset things. And it's just really fun. So I would absolutely recommend the A Beautiful Mess podcast. Um, 
next what we're watching. I love watching TV, you guys. So I hope you do too. And so one of my best friends recommended this show to me. I was kind of shocked. She told me it was her favorite show and I'd never heard her talk about it or never heard of it. Um, but I started watching it. It is Justified and we're watching it on Hulu. Um, and it is Timothy Oliphant and he is a marshal, a U.S. marshal, and he gets sent back home to Kentucky to where he is from. Um, and it's about him solving cases in Kentucky and everything's kind of crazy. Um, but you know, he's like one of those like heroes that you love and you root for, but he's got struggles, issues, and, um, it's, it's just a good kind of, um, like cop show essentially. It's got a really great storyline that kind of runs all the way through, um, but different cases each week, each episode, and there's a bunch of seasons of it. So you can watch a ton. So we are only in the first season and we already really love it. And you always know like shows get better as they go. But the fact that we already really love it is a good sign. So justified. And then last, the thing that I'm absolutely loving and completely obsessed with right now is Hungry Root. This is not an ad. Hungry Root, please, you're welcome to sponsor this podcast. Um, But I do have an affiliate link for you if you would like to try it. Um, Hungry Root is a meal delivery service, but what is different about it? We have tried probably every meal delivery service out there, and I find that they are very expensive, and the meals are extremely time-consuming to make um, because I'm a, like, dump everything in the crock pot and forget about it kind of person. Um, and then you don't ever have leftovers and, you know, they send you like a million tiny things. They'll send you like two pieces of like garlic, you know, and that's exactly what you need. And so hunger root is different. Hunger root is first of all, extremely healthy. You can choose gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian, dairy-free. There is a ton of options. Um, they're all very, very healthy and they are extremely easy. Like Last night, the meal was took two minutes to make, and so it was amazing. Um, and but they're not pre cooked, uh, some, some things, some things are, some things aren't. Um, but it's always very healthy, and they also send you groceries with it too. And so they have the best snacks, and you can actually get breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. So that kind of solves all of the problems of not having, um, like leftovers or other meals or other things. And so, um, they have really easy easy meals, you know? Um, and so let's see, so like, like I said, last night it was these great, like, um, some kind of, I don't know, fancy tortillas. And then it was a like salad kit, one of the salad bags and, um, deli turkey. And we have been eating that for lunch and dinner for a couple of days and it has been absolutely delicious. And it was so simple. Um, tonight we're making some kind of turkey meatball something. I don't know. I'm doing a bad job of describing the meals to you, but I have found that this is the most healthy, simple, easy, enjoyable meal kit I have ever had. They send a ton of great snacks. They have great popcorn, um, fruit snacks. They send fruit. You can pick, you can pick all your groceries. You can pick all your meals. Um, it's just all really good stuff. Let's see. Last week we had a um, cauliflower linguine with shrimp and it had a spinach, um, dip that you, um, you like mixed it all together. So again, it was like one of those like five minutes to cook. And then we had leftovers of stuff. We had the dip. We've been able to eat with like chips and different things. And oh my gosh, they always send amazing cookies. 
It's so good. Okay. Anyway, so you can go to lauren-likes.com slash hungry root and or just scroll up in your podcast notes and you can get $50 off your first order. Um, and like I said, it's an affiliate link. So I get $50 off an order. You get $50 off an order when you sign up with my link. And so I'd really appreciate it if you did, if you are looking for an easy way to eat some delicious food. Um, so give it a try. Let me know if you have any questions about it. Um, so that is going to wrap up today's episode. So some quick reminders, things to look forward to. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about how to define your creative style. And then the week after that, I have got someone from anthropology on the podcast and I am pumped. It is the most fun interview. Um, it is the woman who is in the director of their window displays and it is going to be really fun. I was like shocked at how much cool stuff anthropology does. Um, so she shares a lot of great wisdom in there for your own creative process. Um, so make sure you have subscribe, download, all that kind of good stuff. Um, remember you can grab that PDF of all the questions and tips from today, um, in the show notes. And if you have any questions or recommendations or things you want me to talk about or concerns, I don't know, whatever it is, I love to hear from you. Please email me hello at lauren-likes.com or send me a message on Instagram, Lauren Likes blog. I would love to hear from you and chat, um, and learn more about your creative, um, style, what you're doing. I would love. I would love to know um, what questions you have. If you have something you want me to talk about, I am totally open to it. Um, and don't forget that that sale is going to be happening June 9th through 14th. You're going to get 50% off all of my creative courses and huge discounts on everything in my Etsy shop. So please make sure you are following along and paying attention for that so that you can get something awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to come back next week with another episode. Have a creative day. Thank you so much for listening to How She Creates. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to know more about the show, please visit lauren-likes.com slash podcast and be sure to sign up for the newsletter to know when new episodes are out and to stay up to date with all of the crafty creative happenings around here. If you would take a moment to leave a rating and review on iTunes, that would be so helpful to let me know what you thought of the show and share with all your friends on Instagram by tagging me at Lauren Likes Blog and using the hashtag HowSheCreates. Until next week, I hope you get curious and go explore something.